0: Hey guys, this is episode one hundred and eleven.
1: One one one.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> one one one, and it's a win because we got Katarina Eisenberger.
1: Oh yeah, that's such
0: a cool last name.
1: That's a cool last name for a cool person.
0: Yeah, she's very cool <laughs> and super talented, and really sweet and yeah. funny. And I was like, kind of hesitant to say her last name.
1: You got it right though. Yeah,
0: I know. I was I, I guess wrong, right but oh, that's okay. She has a really cool last name though, and um, she has like Croatian and Swiss background, right? That's Is what she's. Swiss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not getting confused with Sweden. It's Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> I've had Sweden on the brain here lately. Yeah. But yeah, Swiss and Croatian. Um, so we talked to her about a uh, Wraith, which was the 48-hour film that we talked about a few mm-hmm. podcasts ago. Um, shout out to the whole Wraith Ooh. production crew. <laughs> yeah, um so Katarine talked to us about that. She talked to us about a lot of stuff about her background and um pretty much ran down like a little quick synopsis of her life <laughs> and stuff she's been working on here lately. She's been pretty busy, so it's pretty cool. But um this was a great podcast episode and thank you for chilling with us and talking to us about everything. Answering our random ass questions.
1: Those are fun though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she even answered the, ra- the rainbow one. The unicorn one.
1: <laughs> the rainbow question.
0: You should ask her a rainbow question next time. We'll just
1: start calling the unicorn question the rainbow question. Yeah, we
0: should. Anyway. Throw people off. <laughs> Alright, shout out to the Battlegrounds <laughs> Games and Comic Bookstore. Dalton, Georgia, mentioned Epic Breeze Podcast for fifteen percent off of your total. That's
1: fifteen percent guys. Yeah. Go get you some comics.
0: Heck yeah. And uh leave us some reviews and ratings and yes, on Apple Podcasts. You can't do it on Spotify you can do it on you can leave comments on all boom, I believe. Yeah,
1: all you all you iPhone people listen to it on iTunes or yeah. Apple Podcasts. Rate us. Rate us please.
0: And we have a coffee if you guys want to donate to your boys
1: coffee
0: <laughs> yeah you could donate on coffee yeah. um two more episodes after this and then only two more i think so and Whoa. then we're done for the season so
1: that'll be a wrap for season one yeah
0: so anyway i'll start blabbing enjoy <laughs> katarina's interview thank you again yeah. katarina you're awesome enjoy
2: buddy yo it's greg sipes here beast boy and when i'm not hanging in the titan's tower i'm right here chilling with jamie chris and claudius on epic briefs podcast it's so good if it was a burrito i'd eat it twice yo be sure to tune in for something epic
0: Hey everyone, we're sitting here with Katarina Eisenberger, who is an actress, a singer, and a cast member of the Race 48 Hour project that we just talked about uh, two podcasts ago. How have you been?
3: I've been good. good. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: You've been pretty busy here lately with everything you've been doing.
3: I mean, pretty busy. Yeah, yeah it depends yeah, yeah. on what you consider to be busy. Yeah. Um, but I got lucky. This summer I was pretty busy. I obviously did the 48-hour mm-hmm. film festival, which was a lot of fun, awesome. and I'm sure we'll talk more about it, yeah, but yeah, um, in August, I just did a little co-star on the show Star, cool. um, which was really fun. It was just a few lines, but it's always nice to be on a big set yeah, like totally. that, a big production, um, mm-hmm. and I had a really great time working on it, so I did that in August, and then I just finished an independent feature film called oh. Brief Candle that filmed for... It was an 18-day shoot and I was there for 16 days and then like a week of it I was gone for a writer's lab that I work for. And so it was a really busy, yeah, that kind of chaotic (laughs) month where you're just like, I don't even know what's happening. So it was really quite fun.
0: Is that like a typical, like, uh, time frame for something like that? Like 18 days kind of?
3: Yeah, it totally ranges. Um, I've heard of features. There was a feature, I worked at a production company in New York, and I remember one they did was called Paint It Black. And I remember them saying it was a 21-day shoot, which was pretty fast for that production level yeah mm-hmm. um, at least they made it seem like that so ours was really fast too and I think if anything it would have been nice to have a few more days yeah um, we had a lot of long 12 13 14 hour days that imagine. were just Jeez. yeah Jeez. insane um, <laughs> but you know budgeting and yeah, availability so yeah. it was nobody's fault but it definitely could have been more comfortable had there been at least like another week added but yeah you know it's the film industry so everyone's like trying to get it done right away (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah uh so from my experience i also worked on a feature that we only worked the weekends for like two months so it was a really long process that's
0: kind of convenient right a little bit maybe maybe inconvenient yeah it was
3: a little bit of both i the whole experience was great in the long run um but it was and i was traveling from new york to massachusetts so oh, i would drive so i'd work in new york oh. and then drive to massachusetts for Whoa. a few days work and then go back <laughs> yeah. so it was a shit ton of travel <laughs> yeah. and kind a little exhausting it. so by the 2 month mark i was, I was kind of pretty of tired need a <laughs> break yeah yeah. yeah
1: yeah like how do you keep yourself like fresh I was gonna ask to that, be yeah. able <laughs> to like yeah, yeah you know do your best on those um, i think it's
3: constant practice i feel like there are days that Like, I'll always have at least one day on set where I'm just like, I feel off. And it's really hard to, like, that one day to get back on. But I think, if anything, it helps that it's what I love doing. So it's like, I'm excited to be here. Like, at any time that I feel really, like, lag, like, I feel like I'm lagging or... Mm -hmm tired or groggy i just kind of either have to like physically like if i just do jumping jacks even as basic (laughs) as that or like a plank just to like get my body (laughs) back like a plank and pray that i'm gonna wake up yeah i feel like i have to actively be like okay am i eating regularly am i i need to like move my body if i get too cold even i'll get you know
2: yeah you know i just have to like
3: keep my blood flowing um and just like actively trying to get as much sleep as possible I'm a big person that, like, needs yeah. sleep, and <laughs> yeah. and I feel like I have to just really during that period of time, it mm-hmm. wasn't like I was going out a lot. If I did, I'd had maybe one drink or yeah. maybe none at all and, like, was like, I'm going to go home yeah, uh, because that, to me, I was like, that's more important than trying to fit in social time. <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, like, what... Um Like, what do you do when, like, when you, like, try to relax? Do you go to music or do you go to, like, video games? Do you watch more movies? Like, what do you do?
3: Yeah, I I do a whole bunch of – I love reading. So reading a book, reading The New Yorker, just something that I can kind of distract myself with. And sometimes I really need to be careful of what book I'm choosing. So if it's a really thought-provoking book and it takes a lot of time and the language is dense – I can't use that as a relax cuz you know you you have to yeah. think you have to read you have to take time and, and I love those kind of books but when I'm in the middle of a lot going on I cannot read them cuz yeah, I just totally. will not be able to read more <laughs> th- than one page. Um <laughs> I also w- love TV and movies cool. so I'll watch either a movie or like a quick half hour TV show. I was watching a lot of Mozart in the Jungle cuz it's never about heard of that one. Oh <laughs> <This> so good. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Okay. It's oh. uh it's following musicians especially like the new york symphony yeah, in awesome. new york it's yeah. really really a fun show and it's 20 to 30 minute episodes not mm, okay. even 30 ever not so bad. it was really and i love classical music and yeah. that to me is very calming right, right. so it was so nice to just like watch an episode where i nice. had beautiful classical music it was funny it was light and then i could just leave it there <laughs> and i try <laughs> meditating but i've been pretty bad about <laughs>
0: <to sing> that <laughs> 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 you know um when you said like you read but you couldn't put the book down i don't know if you watch family guy every month you know when he's reading the archie comics and he's like oh, I has like the, the oh as book he's driving or, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was
4: sitting there thinking yes. how we were trying to read it by the time the movie came out oh last year God, and we're sitting luck. there and like we made it like <sighs> oh geez i think i made yeah, it the <laughs> furthest of like 140 pages that's or something a pretty like big, big book,
1: book right big i can't read. remember how many pages but it's
4: big oh it's like three or four inches and yeah, it's like, like yeah yeah 1500 pages and it's it was just long. like oh my god yeah, it's yeah. so much detail
3: yeah and when is that kind of yeah writing i i love haruki murakami and i read his book iq84 which was about like a thousand pages Whoa. but it was able to go so fast yeah. i was like rarely am i able to finish yeah, a thousand yeah. page yeah. book that mm-hmm. quickly and it was so nice that's cool it that key very, key. yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> so for people who haven't like uh gotten a chance to check out your website and yeah. stuff like that, like tell us about your background, like where you from, all, yeah. all that
3: good stuff. Um, I grew up north of Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh it's about forty minutes by train, half hour drive. It's right along the coast. It's a gorgeous beach town. It's called Gloucester, Massachusetts. Hmm. Um it's where the perfect storm takes place. And wow. if you guys awesome. recently saw Manchester by the sea. I uh-huh. have okay that's okay Sorry. but that's that's where I'm from that's like my high school like that oh, high school is cool. my high school that hospital is where I was born so it was kind of cool to see every every place you're so familiar with yeah right on screen especially like a cute little town that not many people have heard of um so from there I loved it and then my parents grew up in New York and They're, you know, from Europe and grew up in New York City, so that's also like a home. So I always wanted to go to NYU. Helped that I wanted (laughs) to be an actor. So I got into the Tisch program and went and studied at NYU for four years. So then I was in New York for five years in total. Mm. And while there, obviously, I was in school. And Mm -hmm. then I also worked for um, an interned at a production company called Tangerine Entertainment, Mm -hmm. which produces work primarily developed by female writers and filmmakers That's pretty cool. yeah it was a great yeah. process and ann hubble and amy hobby um spearheaded and they're just brilliant producers in the industry and elizabeth caden was kind of my like the the person i worked with most directly mm-hmm. and she also works for iris um which is another like women over 40s lab that focuses on developing writers mm-hmm. And um, so that was a really great process and it taught me a lot about script development. And Mm -hmm. also just, I didn't quite dive into the producer world as much, but I really kind of got a feel for what that's like. Um, And it's something I've always considered maybe wanting to like dip my toes into at some point, but I haven't, I still like acting is my main focus. Yeah. But um, a year ago I moved here to Atlanta because yeah, I was just kind of, the New York's hard, especially when, you know, you don't have a lot of money to spend. Yeah, and it's totally. just rent yeah. is going up and up and up. And so I was interning at the production company for free because I was an intern. And I was working at the restaurant. And I just wasn't getting as many auditions as I wanted. Yeah. And so I was getting very frustrated. And mm-hmm. I was I was working a job I didn't want to be working at too much. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was like, I need to do something different. I'm not living my highest quality of life right now. right? Yeah. So... I jumped on over to Atlanta, and, uh, and it's been a really great move. I feel like I have had a lot more opportunities than I cool. did in New York, okay. and I also work for uh, the Writers' Lab Stowe Story Labs, which I highly recommend checking out if you're a writer, um, who I got in touch with via the people I worked with at Tangerine and a dear, dear old teacher professor of mine, Ellen Parks, who's a casting director. Yeah, that's That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. And so since I've been, since I left school, the feature film that I worked on, Just Mm -hmm. Say Goodbye, was while I was finishing NYU. I had like technically graduated already, but it was like during graduation and Um, then the beginning of that summer. Yeah. So when I was traveling back and forth and it's actually doing really well right now. It was That's such awesome. a low budget film. I mean, twelve k, okay. if oh, even that. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, we and the director was sixteen. Oh, wow. oh I yeah. knew
1: he looked young. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very
3: young. He was sixteen at the time. So the writer oh. Layla Shea uh, wrote this script, and it was about um, it's about teen suicide and the struggles of teen suicide. And I won't give out any more detail than that. Um, but she wrote the script, developed it a little bit more at the Austin rewriting program mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then her s- daughter's friend Matt Walting who was the director caught on the script and was like I really really want to direct this and he's yeah. like really into creating films and cool. was like I want to take on this project and then she also knows an amazing um cinematographer Jeff and he used to work or does still work I actually have to remember but he um <laughs> worked with a news channel in New Jersey. And so he had this amazing equipment. He's done a lot of documentary yeah. works. And he has just cool. a, the most incredible eye. And he brought so much of his equipment. So we had yeah. really good people. Yeah. And uh, my co-star, Max, was great. And so it was such a low-budget film. Yeah. But it taught me so much because it was also my first like f- feature film mm-hmm. lead. Mm-hmm. And so I learned a lot about how to consistently stay consistent (laughs) (laughs) that's terrible and in in a in a feature length um project just because you know you might be filming the last scene on the first day and so you just have to know where your character's at and constantly be going back and forth so it was a really it was really good practice it was just a great group of people it kind of became a family and right now it's now been accepted to five film festivals wow and cool. it got picked up by a distribution company <gasps> cool. so Congrats it'll yeah so that was yeah. really uh, awesome. such a surprise because you know when we did it, it was we were doing it because we wanted to create something right, and because right. we Tell were a story yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. totally sure. storyline story driven I didn't know where it would go yeah, awesome. so to have just to have even gotten that far is amazing and Matt Walting actually got best director at Boston International oh, Film Festival so awesome. yeah. it was a really fun project that was really exciting cool and um, and then yeah, and then since I just did 48 Hour Film Festival, a little yeah. TV mini series called mm-hmm. Through Your Eyes, nice. and then Star, and then this Independence. So it's just been you know you yeah. kind of just take what you get and con- audition constantly. Yeah, right. And just push, push, and push, and push.
0: Well, like, as you said, like, you seem you seem consistent from everything you're saying. Like, you're getting things one after the other. You're not yeah. like, well, I've been I sitting hope. here for five months, and, you know. Yeah, you know I, mean? yeah, yeah, I guess there are that. moments
3: yeah. that it feels like you're yeah, sitting yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so it's easily, you know, even now, I'm, I'm, there's a short film that I know I'm going to do with um, a group of friends that we want to film at the end of the month. But it's like, you know, there are all these things that are possibilities and then mm-hmm. you're auditioning and you're like maybe I'll get it most likely I won't <laughs> yeah yeah and so yeah. the months that are in between each project feel like an eternity right. So right. just but you have to act I have to actively yeah, remind that. myself that like I have a life beyond of just the auditions yeah, yeah, and like yeah, I true. can you know I'd like to get into writing more I work for the Writers Lab which is really mm-hmm. a nice way to like be in my industry while also just having another I thing to do I think that's cool do. that you yeah, write.
0: yeah that's awesome yeah. so
3: it's
0: um, really fun. So I'm gonna have one question, then I'm gonna Please. give it to Chris for he can ask his question, then Jamie, then I'll go last. Um how do you know when a script is like for you when you wanna accept it? Like when you read a character and you're like, All right, I wanna do this or no, I don't think I wanna do this. Like what's yeah. the what's the point where you're like, All right, cool. I don't think I wanna do this character.
3: I mean I'm not gonna lie, I'm at the beginning of my career, so there's a lot that I will do mm-hmm. regardless <laughs> of if I really love it. Yeah, yeah. Um but I will turn down things that I really don't believe in. Right. Um and the, th- the things that I look for is I really, I really like working on material that serves a purpose for the greater good to some extent. Mm-hmm. Rather, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be like a you know political story yeah, or like yeah. a. It doesn't have to have a happy ending or always right. serve that s- uh, specific function, but just that it, it's telling something and it has a strong purpose of why it needs to be told. Got and I it. think that to yeah. me is like as long Mm -hmm. as you have a really strong idea and purpose of what you're trying to tell Mm -hmm. someone or bring to fruition, then I'm usually on board. Um, I also tend to enjoy strong female driven characters. No one that's too meek or is, you know, I remember I read a, someone asked me to audition for a script and I was just reading it and I knew what they were trying to do Mm -hmm. and that they were trying to show this woman who's kind of like beat down by her husband, but it wasn't well written enough that I was like, if you if you 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 have to do that right too, mm-hmm. right. and that's something right, right. like it, it has to be good writing because right. it, it does. You don't have to be a a well known writer, but if you write well, then I'm totally involved because I because one it's like that's the writing I want to show. That's what I want to be a part of. Yeah. So I can. I, there are many times where you'll see scripts come in and you'll just be like, "This is terribly written. <laughs> this yeah. is just and it's not. I see what you're trying to do, and that's also mm. the problem. It's like when you can see what you're trying to do yeah. um, in a way that's ineffective. It's really, it's really hard to get on board with that. So yeah. that's usually what I, I look for.
0: I can see you breaking out, like, the red pen and making corrections. <laughs> yeah. <the>
3: yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no. But then I, the
4: writer and directors like, no, we're not using her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. I, you, and you have to, like, be so – I mean, because I, I definitely can micromanage. Like, that's something I'm always, like, keeping myself in check for is, like – I'll be like, well, what about, you know, if I say it and – and it's usually okay. You also have to read the director yeah. and writer because right. some directors are like, just tell me. How does it feel? Does it flow? So that's when I'm like, okay, this just sounds wonky. Can we – say it's something like this, yeah. and they're uh-huh. usually on board, mm-hmm. especially if they're good writers. They're like, okay, they know when they want something, and they know when they, they're they yeah. open for suggestions. Yeah. And I just, just love working with people that are like that because this totally. industry is so collaborative. Yeah, definitely. So you yeah. all have to be w- willing to work together.
2: Right,
4: totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what was it like having uh, growing up with Swiss and Croatian parents? Like, are there any uh, cultural influences or traditions that kind of stick out to you?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, if anything, I mean, they're pretty, you know, they grew up in the States, so they're pretty Americanized. But there were, like, little things that they're, they were very relaxed for the majority of my life. They weren't really, they didn't hover too much. Um, But with that being said, that's not just because they're European. Like, my mom's grandmother, like, came with her as a baby from Croatia, speaking no English, Mm -hmm. and was very strict. So, like, they're, you know, totally different that was just like personality, I think, right. than anything. But um, one, I just feel like they gave me such a great opportunity to travel. And also, my mom's sister lives in Denmark. So I grew up oh, traveling yes. to Croatia, Switzerland, that's and Denmark. And yeah, yes. I was just in Denmark this summer visiting my <laughs> yeah, aunt.
2: Cool.
3: Yeah, and so I got really lucky to travel so much. And I think right. that allowed me to have more, like, cultural influences than some of the kids in the little town that I grew up in Mm -hmm. Um, because I knew there was a life beyond what we had there and that was something my parents pushed they also were very artistic and I don't know whether that I don't know if that's because they were European or not (laughs) but my dad took you know what I mean my you know I feel like not a lot of dads take their daughters to the ballet but my dad did and that was always and I was a ballet dancer growing up so it was so nice to be able to like go to the ballet with my dad and also that's just like also like I just got lucky that's that was my situation I don't deny that either but I got very lucky to have that kind of like cultural influence and Mm -hmm. they cared about the arts they were interested in the arts and um you know, I got to drink wine at 15. <laughs> <laughs> how fun is that? Fancy. <laughs> fancy. Yeah, it's so fancy. Um, so if anything, I just kind of, I just think I liked the culture of being in Europe, and and that just influenced how I grew up. And it's always a joke that mm-hmm. when we had to say a fun fact, all my friends made fun of me and still make fun of me. But oh. I'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm first-generation American. Because they're like, your parents grew up here. <laughs> oh, right, right. But it's like, that's my cool thing. I was like, yeah, because I have a Swiss passport, too. So I feel... Oh, cool. Feel very, you know, you. <laughs> Euro even though I don't speak it. <laughs> Dude, that's <language>. cool. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. And
4: also answers like another question. I was like, yeah. if your parents were supportive of your decision to go into acting, it seems like they,
3: yeah, a big I got arts, so, yeah. super lucky. Um, that's just something I'm forever grateful about is how supportive my parents were. I'm. I grew up doing ballet, so I kind of already from age two I was already, you know, doing stage work, and I think I think it helps that my parents one. They knew that I wasn't gonna fuck up my life. They were like, she's level headed enough that if this doesn't work, she'll figure it out. And if mm-hmm. she wants it, she'll make it happen to yeah. some degree. Yeah, yeah. So I think they had some faith that um, I wasn't just gonna end up living at home with no career nor job. <laughs> <laughs> um, so live, I think that was helpful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think that helped them. But they were just, you know, they were like, if this is what you want and you'll work for it. Then do it, and then it helped. You know, to to go to NYU, which is like a well-rep school. I think that was yeah. helpful to be like, okay, yeah, totally. maybe she does have something that other people see too. <laughs> <laughs> There's a possibility this could work out. Yeah. You know, and and uh, I think that kind of helped. But they they've always been super supportive, and I'm very endlessly endlessly grateful for that. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. So. Out of, like, the different types of roles that you could play, like, what is your most favorite to be able to play? Oh, um, what a hard question. <laughs> I, you know, I, I would play everything if I
3: could. But I think I think it's good. Like, I know my my strengths, I think. And I can play very – there are, like, two directions I can play well. Very, like, strong – Ego, almost egotistical women which I can't even I can't even say this without sounding it sounds terrible but I can totally <laughs> see that <nonsense>. it <laughs>
0: sounds so egotistical Sarah. oh <laughs> yes <laughs> makes sense it's makes nasty. sense
3: yeah no just <laughs> w- like very like short short to the point not about to deal with any bullshit kind of women um which is funny cuz I don't think of myself that way but that's mm-hmm. like another level and I can totally. and I think it's like you know how we each have like little hidden Mm -hmm. yeah uh uh, qualities so to speak that will come out every now and again and like for me it's that like short no patience (laughs) (laughs) almost bitchy and I feel like because of that it can I can I can bring it out really well and I have a lot of fun with it And I think that's what's so great is like I use it more in a comedic way than I do in a serious way because I Uh think that's the best way to use terrible, like, you know, the the harder, harsher qualities Mm -hmm. is to bring them out with humor. Right, right. And I I do really enjoy doing comedy, and the best example that I have of a character I love and would love Mm -hmm. to play eventually is Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Veep.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, that show to me is
3: one of the most, well, it's so well written, it's so Mm -hmm. funny, it has, like, in my opinion, one of the best reveals on television, um, I haven't seen all of it yet. Oh, so my ever. God. You've got to watch it. I can't, I can't say it because it's such a good yeah. reveal that I can't even tell you a little bit about it because it will give it away if you haven't watched. It's a few <laughs> seasons later. It has to do with her daughter. Yeah, um, okay. That's all I'm going to say. But I just think – and she, because she is just like the most self-centered, quick-witted <laughs> – annoying, rude <laughs> character, but you fall in love. Like, yeah. you're just like, all I want to do is watch this person. Oh, totally. And I think that is something I just admire. I mean, she won, what, six it's Emmys or something? She just, like, her, every year was yeah. like, all yeah. right, here's another one. She's,
2: like, um,
3: Yeah, girl. so I hope that she's just, like, because I know she has breast cancer, so I hope she's recovering. Mm-hmm.
0: and. I think she did, actually, yeah. Right, but I feel like she's so recovering. Yeah yeah, 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 Which is awesome. Yeah. So, but she did recover.
3: So. Yeah, so that's, like, a character that I'm obsessed with and would love to, like... Play in some capacity, very similar. Um, awesome. And then I also just kind of love uh, like regal. Like, um, do you watch Game of Thrones?
0: We've been trying yes. to. I know of have been it. trying to get her <laughs> to <laughs> watch Game of Thrones for we a have long time.
4: He's watched better than I. Yeah, I'm like okay. I'm like, wait, wait, I'm
0: like, yeah. But, um, yeah, Man, you guys
3: watch nothing that I watch. <laughs> no, I watch it. Okay, Yeah, good. yeah. But I, you know I, Natalie Dormer's character; she's oh, the yeah, queen yeah. Yeah. that like yes. starts dating. Yeah, yes. very um,
0: cool and collected and calculated. Yes, yes. definitely love but, that. Yes, love it. Awesome.
3: So I guess there's a lot of consistency in that they're very almost calculated in a certain yeah, degree. But totally. like, I, I just really love like the power. I love. Um, oh man, what's her name? Uh, Robin Wright. I think she's a fantastic nice. actress. She's so yeah. strong, and what she was doing in House of Cards is always really fun to watch. So,
0: Would you ever want to play, like, an Elaine Bennis character from Seinfeld?
3: Oh, I'm, of
2: course. Also, yeah. I
3: mean, but that's, yeah. Like, anything Julia Louis-Dreyfus does, I, I want to do. But, okay. yeah, comedy to me, like, that's something I'd really... Like, even, like, the middle. Like, little mm-hmm. TV, oh, yeah. half-hour sitcoms, yeah, Modern cool. Family. Like, yeah, that kind of stuff awesome. I would be thrilled to work on. But then I love, like, you know, the the artful independent films as well like i'm obsessed with wes anderson as everyone else is in the (laughs) world but obsessed (laughs) yes i really like d reese as a, a director as well and just i can go between tv and film really easily but there is specific kind of films that i i would really aspire to do which is like a that's awesome. Wes Anderson, quirky, yeah. independent.
0: Artist. It's cool you're like uh, dy- as trying to be dynamic as you can with things. So you're not like I'm just a serious actor and that's it. You know yeah, what I mean? So no, you like box yourself yeah. into like these serious like tragic gonna, roles. Yeah. 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 I think that's the
3: thing. It's like yeah. I I believe in them and I. Of course, the two independent films I've done have mm-hmm. both been dramas. Right. And like mm-hmm. pretty intense, like one dealing with suicide, yeah. the other dealing with murder. And
2: Jeez. I was like, <laughs> this, and it's
3: funny because that's never what I always say I want to do, but I yeah. fall into it a lot. And uh-huh. I love doing it. Every time yeah, I'm there, I'm upset. Like I, I get really Link excited it. by it. but
0: yeah. She's excited yeah. by suicide and murder. Murder, yeah. <laughs> murder and suicide.
1: <laughs> Just what I want. <laughs> so since you uh, sing and you did ballet growing up, would you ever consider doing like a musical? Mm-hmm. I used to do, yeah,
3: I used yeah. to do a lot of musicals in high yeah. school. And I loved Cheat it. On. I did acapella. <laughs> I uh, did all the musicals. I actually wanted to go to NYU for musical theater, but they put me in a different acting yeah. conservatory because there's seven and only one of them's musical theater so it's oh. highly competitive.
1: Um,
3: and so tough. I was placed into a different one which was actually a much better fit for me. And I had actually <laughs> done um, when I was 17 I studied at Circle in the Square which is an off-Broadway theater company in New York and I did a seven-week intensive when I was uh, about to enter my senior year of high school to kind of mm-hmm. determine if I wanted to do this also
2: mm-hmm.
3: as a career mm-hmm. and uh, it was amazing. But I think what I realized is like my there's a very musical theater type, mm-hmm, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't, and I don't mean it negatively, yeah. but I don't quite fit into that category. And also, my my singing isn't that type at all. Gotcha. Um, if I wanted to like pursue singing, it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be as successful in the musical theater realm unless I had been training since I was seven, and I hadn't. I just fun. kind wow. of fell yeah. into singing because I love doing it, and I could yeah. do it. Um, so there are times that I'm like, you know, I'd love to do you know, I love Hairspray, like, that'd be so fun, you know, <laughs> things like that, like, I, would, yeah. I really do have a blast listening to it, and I think there's some brilliant musicals, but I, I don't see myself being as naturally, as, like, I don't have the same success, and I think if I had stuck with dancing, I would have, had I done a lot of stuff earlier, I could have been in the musical theater world, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I quit dancing when I was 14, because I was, influenced by friends who weren't doing it (laughs) not their fault but i was just like they're not doing it i don't want to do it anymore i'm bored it's boring (gasps) so upsetting yeah i'm like god damn i really i was so flexible too i really lost a lot of it it was it was tough but
0: she's so (laughs) fancy and spoiled as a kid no i (laughs)
3: really was apparently man
0: traveling the <laughs> world yeah, yeah traveling practicing. the
3: world and yeah. dancing what a
0: having world. 10 passports and
2: <laughs> yeah all eight, my passports eight citizenships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna get <laughs> 10
3: <laughs> passports by the time i die yeah imagine <laughs> yeah no i got and i just i just didn't want to do it because people weren't doing ballet and so i yeah. got you know but then i ended up you know if anything i like to think okay it led me in a different direction mm-hmm. which was like i focused on acting and i'm really yeah. glad I did.
0: yeah
1: totally yeah but yes. speaking of travel, yes. What's like? What's your favorite place you've been to so far?
3: <sighs> ah, that's hard. Because um, <laughs> different places different places have served really different purposes. Because um, yeah. I studied at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art in London for four months. Mm-hmm. What? So yeah, that's that was crazy. amazing. While I was at school, so NYU has a program awesome. with RADA, and um, yeah, cool. I studied there for four or five months, and it was just I had. The time of my life. I think one, it was just a time in my life where I really needed to be alone and in a new country. Yeah. And yeah. I got to focus on Shakespeare. Cool. And I love Shakespeare, and I got to go to the Globe and see sh- uh, plays of the National with Ray Fines. Oh, oh, wow. S- oh. That's really cool. It, ma- it was Man and Superman by George Bernard Shaw, and it was one of the best shows I've ever seen live. He just, the stamina he has is impeccable. Three hours just energy Whoa. never dying yeah. if anything only getting stronger he's a performer to watch and to watch live he's great to watch obviously on tv but to watch him live was a very special yeah, awesome. experience So i feel like like london isn't the coolest place i've been to for any other reason than it just brought me a lot and taught yeah. me a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. um but for places that are just like absolutely gorgeous and that i really love and i've only been to europe i haven't really been anywhere else and dying to go to japan yeah, but same
2: here. <laughs> yeah, it'd be so cool. Yeah, it'd be awesome.
3: But um, there's something special about Croatia. I think it's like, I have family there, but just yeah. so beautiful. So, so stunning. Um, they have the waterfalls, the beach, some, you know, like b- hills and and coliseums and these, these a cool. lot of history and yeah. it has an interesting history and it's just absolutely visually stunning and beautiful weather when you go in the summer and great food. So, Not that's definitely you. very... Yeah. yeah, it's like a <laughs> nice. one, too.
0: The best part of life. Yep.
2: Truly. I <laughs> love... I could... Oh man,
3: totally. I, I love it so much.
0: <laughs> uh, what's one of your most challenging things you've had to endure as an actor? Ooh. You can pass. They're
3: <laughs> like... No, no. I think it's important. She's I think like, there are interview questions. Yeah. I, mean. yeah. <laughs> I feel like there are two directions I could go, and I think that's why it's hard. I think oh. one, the hardest thing is like constant rejection and not mm-hmm. letting that affect you as a person. Yeah. I constantly have to remind myself that it's not personal, even though it kind of is to a degree. Right. But it's not that personal. Oh. Right. Um, because you're rejected 98% of the time, I feel like, you know, they say 90, I feel like it's 98%. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) So it's constant rejection, constant, constant. So every week, it's just like, I've learned to really throw, you do an audition, you throw it away. And if you get it, that's even luckier. But just throw it away. You're like, I get the opportunity to audition. And it's a true statement. Like you get that opportunity, take it, enjoy it for that moment. Mm -hmm. Be that character for that moment. Let that be the fun you have. And then put it away and just constantly doing your craft. And I think that's, I just think that's really hard to endure is just constant rejection, yeah. but it teaches you a lot and you get stronger as a result of it. And then I think the other thing that's really hard is that right now, you know, the industry is changing in a lot of positive ways with the whole me too movement and mm-hmm. time's up and, you know, everything they're doing to try to make it more fair. But, you know, you definitely, like, you still go on sets where <laughs> people are focusing so much on how you look and yeah. how you act. Or, yeah,
2: right.
3: or just, it, it can become a really toxic environment. Mm-hmm. And I think that is really difficult to endure. Yeah. Um. With mm-hmm. no specifics right now. But, yeah, just the way people treat you can get really difficult in this yeah. industry. And yeah, there's yeah. a lot of things going on behind and Mm -hmm. you don't feel always respected
0: that yeah that's totally understandable yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. so
3: those are probably the the harder Mm. harder parts of the industry you kind
0: of just answered my second question i was gonna ask like do you feel as though the industry is in a good space to change typical approach to making movies as far as like um you know including more like strong female characters or like characters from different cultures but you kind of answered it in a way. If you th- want to expand on that, go for it.
3: Yeah, I think I will because I think I think it is diversifying a lot. Mm-hmm. But what I hope is that it continues cuz I've heard and I've uh, from, you know, I haven't lived that long, but they say that they kind of sometimes will come in waves. So mm-hmm. we're in a wave right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the idea yeah. is that like <laughs> it will just go back. Right. And I mm-hmm. think that's the fear is like yeah. and we really do. Like I you know, I have the Black Panther poster sitting right in front of me, which is so fun. And <laughs> I think, like, that was such an amazing film to come out. And I just hope that that continues and that this mm-hmm. wasn't, like, that one blockbuster. And then they go back to, you know, all mm-hmm. white-dominated yeah. casts. Like yeah. we and did it. Yeah, we did it once, and now that's <laughs> it. And that's what I and I, yeah. that would be my biggest fear. But yeah, I think totally. they are trying. And if it continues the way it's con- going right now and stays in mm-hmm. that category, then I think we could really be in a great space. Cool. Um, I do feel lucky. I feel like because, you know, I if if I got approached by Harvey Weinstein in the same way, I think that could have, like, <laughs> yeah. mentally ruined me. Yeah, totally. And true. so right, right. I'm, like, thankful that men yeah. cannot get away with that anymore because right. I think, yeah,
2: that's true.
3: especially as a young actor, I think I've cha- grown a lot. But if I mm-hmm. had been approached at 19, 20, and had an mm-hmm. experience like yeah. what countless women had with different producers and directors mm-hmm. and yada, yada, whatnot... I think it really would have uh, fucked me up, so yeah, I feel right. very grateful that I'm c- coming into the industry at a yeah. time where, like, I've gained more clarity and that they're totally. getting more clarity. Right, right. Definitely. So, yeah, I just hope that it just, like I said, continues.
0: Yeah. You totally pulled in a lane, by the way. You yada-yada through it all yada all yada the yada, <laughs> yada. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. um,
0: how do you get into headspaces
4: for your characters dealing like certain emotional scenes? Because you know, you've talked about the movies that you've been in have involved murder and teen suicide. Yeah. So how do you get into that headspace?
3: Um, I, I feel like there's two ways. So I start with prep. Um, the acting school I went to, Atlantic Acting School. It follows a method called practical aesthetics and you write out what the character's literally saying, what the character wants, and the action, and then the as if. So there's a lot of, like, homework, so to speak. So I try to do that. I mean, of course, sometimes you get lazy, or you're like, <laughs> I'm, I've done this so much, I can just whip it up, and I feel like sometimes I have to catch myself. I don't want to get lazy on it. Yeah. Um, but kind of doing that homework, just knowing what your character wants before every scene, knowing what the subtext is, knowing what the theme is, and intellectually knowing and I feel like that's something I've always been good at and so I have to take that intellectual and then put it aside once I know it and then get into the emotional which is like with the as if and and also I think really I music is a huge help for me especially when there's an emotional level I just feel like that helps put me in spaces I get very It's like you put on a song, and I'll be in one space, and then that song might be in another, and I'll immediately kind of switch Mm -hmm. over because I think it just touches music touches the soul so quickly. (laughs)
2: It really does. It really
3: does, and I think that's like for me the fastest access. So by listening to music and physical physicality really helps. I used to do this in school. We had this one class called Suzuki. Which is really about getting into the gut, and the big thing That's about Shakespeare. Oh, it's odd. you should absolutely look into Suzuki, <laughs> um, and it's all about the gut and and and, f- and f- being physical, and like you'll get in these really, you like you'll be doing squats, like. With your toes lifted and your arms in the air, <laughs> like shouting Shakespeare, it's really wild, <laughs> okay, crazy. After oh, the it's podcast, so I want her to like fun. demonstrate. Yeah, yours. it's so <laughs> uh, well, it's amazing, uh, and I feel like that actually was such a useful tool for me, especially to find strength as a woman. I think that was something I worked on a lot in school, cool. and then, like speaking, like the gut. That was like my favorite thing. Was like. Uh, one teacher when I was seventeen, she was like, Speak from the loins and literally would push like from your hips into (laughs) spaces and you're just like I was seventeen so uncomfortable with myself. And and I remember just being like, Whoa, what is happening? And now I get it and I love it. And I think it's such a brilliant way to focus. So it's really like getting into my body, getting into the emotional space, knowing where I'm at. So that like and then also just kind of you have to you have to be cruel to yourself as an actor too to to a, uh, to a degree mm-hmm. because you kind of have to imagine if this were to happen to me how would I react and then how yeah. is it different through the character mm-hmm. and yeah. what helps it's is dialogue because yeah. dialogue and character development help put what you would feel into that space that specific space
0: that's a good way to warm it up on set, right? Just go around until people speak from your loins. Speak Isn't from it? the <laughs> loins. Um. I
3: don't know, you kind of have to be careful uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: sometimes. Oh
3: yeah, now we're at a time where it's a little—you can't really uh, touch people as, yeah, as aggressively. Dang, but, but she was yeah. Sybil. <laughs> her name was Sybil. I was like, what a name!
4: It's nice.
1: perfect for her. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, do you prefer long or uh, short uh, filming sessions?
1: Ooh.
3: Um, I mean. I guess realistically, it would be easier to have tr- short sessions because I think for me the hardest part is waiting around. Because you'll do, mm,
2: yeah.
3: you'll do a scene, which will take a few hours too, which is exhausting. Like I remember, <laughs> did like the out damn spot monologue for the film that I just did, and I, it took hours. And then it's a really intense monologue. And I remember just you oh, know really? you do it a few times, yeah. and then you have to have your close up at the end. And Ooh. so you've done it, and you're yeah. kind of, like, worn out, and yeah, you have to yeah. get back into it. And that, to me, it's it's still something I'm practicing on. Like, you just have to kind of reserve your energy to a certain degree at some uh, point, mm-hmm. and know and be clear, like, when is my close-up? Because yeah. that is obviously one of the most important parts, because that's mm-hmm. when you show so much. Got it. Well, and, yeah, so I feel yes. like that's exhausting. So I feel like if anything... And then you'll do that, and then you'll have, like, three hours where you're not doing anything, waiting for your next scene, because they might <laughs> be doing something else. Right, of course. And so that is that's definitely hard so like in an ideal world you do every year you warm up and then you yeah. get to do everything but in the film world that's just not <laughs> possible yeah. so it's a hard question to answer but I guess I'd rather have shorter days than ones that extend 12 hours have if that you makes sense have ever
4: had a scene that you had to do over so many times by the end but you're just kind of almost like phoning in
3: oh for saying. sure um <laughs> Yeah, there was one scene. Okay, uh, there one specific scene in the f- my first feature film. Um, it was actually hysterical. We, it was just late at night. We had been working ridiculous hours. I think my co-star had been on set till two a.m. the night before. Wow. And wow. we had this one scene where we had to go down a hallway, and we find something really emotional. Like I can't, you know, I don't want right. to give anything away. But yeah. he finds something emotional, and we have to have a, obviously a moment with it. And he has to get him like we both are kind of emotional and. And of course that like means different things. It wasn't an emotional scene where I'm bawling, but it was mm-hmm. just like, you know, I had a reaction. Mm-hmm. And I was ca- like cared for him and he was having a reaction cuz he found something out that like made him angry and upset. I just remember we did it so many times, and we just, and at one point, he also had to say something, he had to like, he had to say how he found something, and he could not figure out a way, so like, half the time, we're laughing, and like, even though it's serious, because we're just like, this is ridiculous, I don't even know, he's like, I don't know what to say anymore, and it sounded awkward, so he would say, and then we'd laugh, and then we'd have to do it again, because (laughs) we laughed, and then it just, it took so long to get that right, and by the end, we were just like. We just have to do it. We just have to, like, yeah, do the best you can here because right, right, we're yeah. really losing it at yeah. this point. And You're
0: like, ready kind of ready to go for the day and yeah, come back exactly. Again. <laughs> and it's like
3: really late, so you're just yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. my god, yeah. that was funny. But it turned out okay after watching it. I was like, think of <laughs> But we both, when we watched it together for the first time, we died laughing at that part. So we were just
1: like, oh my god, I forgot about that. And it's like this super serious emotional, yeah, arc. exactly. Cool. So we were just like, oh my god, it was hysterical. That's
4: why I love blooper reels on DVDs oh, and yeah. stuff because, oh, yeah. like, you're like, Devil? you're in the Middle of this really intense scene and then they're just busting out loud because yeah. I can't say yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's hilarious.
3: It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. There are moments that it's so horrible and also when it's
1: so fun. So <laughs> yeah, I do so love that. How did you feel about um, having the most lines in the 48 hour project uh, wraith and like having to learn all of those? And that's he, a very short amount of yeah. time. I
3: didn't I guess I, I f- totally forgot that I had it was funny that I had the most lines because I wasn't like the main character um, but it was actually really fun because I did not know I was going to be on that set at all and I had I was part of a different 48 hour film festival group the night before with Durell as you met mm. and mm-hmm. it yeah. totally fell through but Durrell was already a part of the uh, yeah. Wraith project yeah. and so it <laughs> and so I was, you know, disappointed that ours fell through and I was like, oh, this sucks, but I'll just pick up a shift at work and go. <laughs> and then Darrell calls me at 9 a.m. And I'd been up to like one or two in the night before dealing oh, with wow. all that bullshit. And so yeah. I, I get a call like 9 a.m. from Durrell. He's like, call me back. They need an actor. <laughs> I told them you'd be a great fit. Can you do it? And so I called immediately. and I was like, like, "They, yeah, they, need they, there. they need you." Yeah, you just show up. Yeah. Yeah. No questions. <laughs> exactly. No questions asked. Just show. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, "Fuck it, yeah, I'm yeah. so coming." And I was like, "Take my shift back." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, showed up, and I was like. Hell yeah! I got in a fucking dope set. You know, yeah. everyone was amazing. What an amazing group of people to be with. I was so lucky and grateful that Darrell told them my name, <laughs> and it helped that the character's name was Cat because he was like, "They need a cat. Cat, Caterina. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey, right. laughs> like, That's me. I'm here. It's, um, a sign. it's a sign." So I got the material the day of. Um, and uh and because of you know as an actor the more you do the better you become at memorizing so mm-hmm. it, cool. i don't remember having any difficulty with <laughs> memorizing which was good and it just spanned it over a long period of time and True. What's yeah. helpful with the film is you can kind of memorize one scene and mm-hmm. then forget about it and then memorize the yeah. rest. Perfect, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, how many times have done that? And you're like, okay, I don't know this one yet, but I will. I will. Um, yeah, so I felt like I got really lucky. It was, And they were just such a good group of people that I didn't really ever feel stressed. That sounds If anything, I awesome. just got yeah. tired. Yeah, right. So like, you know, <laughs> hour 12. Yeah. yeah. But it was a really fun process.
0: Was there a specific scene that you were looking forward to seeing, like uh, in the finished product, that you were while you were filming?
3: Yeah, I was curious to see. It's hard because I usually watch things and I'm like, "That could have been better." I hated okay. that. That's fair. did like though. that.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, but one that I was just interested in seeing was like how it played when she took off the thing, when you kind of realized that she wasn't upset and that she was a part of like this, mm-hmm. you know. Um, made up story essentially and I just want yeah. to see it was it clear did it play well like yeah. how did that look on the other side yeah so you don't always you know get to watch yourself in the moment so
2: right.
3: you have to so I I felt like it was pretty clear I you know like I said there's always ways to make it better so but it was really fun and I was yeah. like for a short like for the time that we had and what they did with it was amazing so I was really impressed was I that? mean,
0: I'll start did a good job. Go too.
1: I'll just say, was that your first 48 hour? It was, yeah. It was my first
3: 48 hour. So I got Sweet. super lucky. Like I, I said, it was the like easiest.
0: Yeah. I'll say you made it uh, clear like to okay. me when I good. watched it. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it a few times. <laughs> I'm, and I'm like, Okay, good. I was like, she's such a... Such a devious person. No, <laughs> no, it, it was awesome, though. Was hey, great. that's You're, what I want. I never like. see the streets of a bunch of people. <laughs> God, get like, she
3: ended up in the bathtub.
0: <laughs> people get wrapped into people's character.
4: Yeah, for people who haven't seen the, the film yet, that's something to look at. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Do you plan on doing any more 48-hour film festivals?
3: Yes. I mean, I feel like I, if I have the right group, it's something, again, like if if it's a right group of people, absolutely. I don't want to go... I went through two very different experiences in a matter of 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, very... Like, I've never experienced such polar opposite experiences in 24 hours. Um, And it... But it showed me a lot. It was like, wow, this could be this way, and this can also be so beautiful and Mm -hmm. amazing. And if I can keep doing, you know, I...
0: It looks like you had the full experience of a 48-hour film project within, like, two nights. Exactly. (laughs) I
3: really felt like I did. So (laughs) it was, (laughs) and it was exhausting, and they're hard. So I feel Mm -hmm. like if I have the right group of people, then yes, absolutely. Cool. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Uh, I was wondering if you could share any more about the the independent feature, Brief Candle. Yeah.
3: Um, So it follows um, a couple of teenagers in high school who are doing the production, Macbeth, and as the show progresses, uh kind of similar instances start to occur in their lives. So, if you know mm-hmm. the play, the Shakespeare play, of mm-hmm. course, Macbeth, yeah, um like I played in the play, I was Lady Macbeth, and my character, as the person was ve- like emblematic of Lady Macbeth's, but uh-huh. just as a teenager cool. so it, and Stephen Bueller, who is the writer. And director, what he wanted was, you know how, like, She's the Man is 12th Night? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. So fun. Yeah. So it's like a really good way for kids yeah. to be like, oh, I need to, we're doing 12th Night in school and I need to <laughs> learn about this. Here's yeah. a great movie that is fun. That's true, though, yeah. And yeah, is also telling a classic story yeah, yeah the yeah. basics of the story that's really cool. um the plot essentially is right there and so that was kind of his goal he was like i really enjoy this play and mm-hmm. i want this to be accessible to a younger generation yeah. mm-hmm. and this way that's cool yeah and this way it allows kids to watch this and be like oh I need to know a lot about Macbeth let me just turn on brief candle and this is (laughs) like essentially the plot and it's a little more fun that's true and so it was a blast I mean of course you know there was murder just like in Macbeth and (laughs) my character definitely went a little crazy and (laughs) I had it was just one of those characters that was so fun to play and she was really stuck to her guns and something really cool that was we worked at McNair High School and they developed kind of a deal with us um, to use their space, which was a great space. And we were also in one location, which was amazing. And um, and we actually had a lot of the high school students come and shadow us. That's and awesome I thought that was a yeah. really cool opportunity because it also is only half occupied. So they don't have mm. uh, a lot of government funding, which is crazy oh, because yeah. it's not fully occupied. Right, right, Which is just bizarre. And it's this beautiful big space. And yeah. it's uh-huh. like, I that really bothers me. But... I felt like it really gave a good opportunity for these kids to, like, watch what it takes to make a movie and see, like, what they can do in different parts of the industry. So Mm -hmm. they had, like, some kids following hair and makeup, some kids following the actors, some kids following the directors, cinematographers, props, you know? That's awesome. So that was a really also amazing experience and part of the process.
0: Yeah, it's kind of sad that that, um, the arts aren't as funded, you know, now. Yeah, it's like. I think that would make a difference. Even if they don't pursue a career in that field, it's still like nice to grow from that you and learn. Absolutely you know I mean? need. Yeah, I think it's really awesome. To but be
3: a cre- like a to to succeed in any field, you need to be creative. Yeah. Even if you're a fucking telemarketer, you got to be creative in the way you sell things it's to people. I yeah, mean, yeah. it's just like if you're gonna yeah, it like creativity. It only helps any industry, and I think. Yeah. And in, in to develop those tools, you're not going to be doing that while you're SAT prepping or <laughs> no. while you're, you know, taking calculus. And I think all of that is absolutely necessary. I don't think it's not. Right. But have an arts program, you know. If you're yeah. going to be obsessed with sports here in America, you oh, can be obsessed yeah. about the arts, which does a lot more for you in the long run. Yeah,
0: totally. And I just,
3: yeah, yeah it, it just boggles my mind. I mean, I remember my high school, we... <laughs> had a shitty fucking football team. <laughs> they never went anywhere. They were so bad. So bad. Just not, I mean, maybe at one point they were good, but when I was in, in high school, school they yeah. were not good. Yeah. And um, they get the yeah, <laughs> they literally, our principal and vice principal, it was, we were um, hosting Drama Fest, which was like a festival, and we had literally won finals the year before. And so we were hosting again. Mm. Okay. And cool. we made it to the semifinals. And our vice principal and principal decided to go to the football game instead of see our show.
0: Wow, that was just kind of that like is messed up. Yeah,
3: and you know they're not bad people, no, but no, and, and yeah. like we got along just fine. But I just kind I just remember being like, your priorities are clear here, <laughs> and yeah. you can see a football game next week. You can't see, like if we don't move on, you can't see us do this play again. Yeah. yeah. Or you they know, could have
0: split, like, one go here. Yeah, exactly, just, something. like, someone do that, yeah,
3: but they didn't. Fair. I just remember that Damn. was, to me, such a clear sign of where yeah. we're at. That's and pretty shitty. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I just remember, like, really taking offense and also just being really disappointed, and now our theater program is totally non-existent in our high school, I guess. Yeah. And I'm like, what a – and it really, like, lacks – I don't know. I think it doesn't allow kids to grow in a right. unique way, nor develop – Public speaking skills. I that's mean, there's true. just a lot of
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: positives for your future. Well,
4: and not everybody's going to be on the football team or the basketball exactly. team. So it just it opens like up, I like, wasn't on
3: anything. A lot <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that idea of it yeah. not being cool to me is still hysterical. I, yeah. I think that's like the silliest mm-hmm. thing in the world that's because. True.
0: And, and then, like some schools, like my school, when I was in high school, they had drama club, which I tried to be a part of, but there was no structure. So, just like exactly. kids, like running around just being stupid. Yeah. And there's no one there to tell them, like, hey, let's work on something constructive. So, I'll just sit in there, like, oh, why am I even here? It's yeah. like, it's, I'm just wasting time. You know exactly. what I mean? So. And yeah. like
3: it's and there's no fund I mean absolutely no funding. So then you have drama teachers who are really just English teachers. Pretty much. Or history teachers, you yeah. know what I mean? Language yeah. teachers. <laughs> One of those three. Right. It's never the math teacher. It's yeah. never an the science teacher. <laughs> to like
0: live in your dream of being an actor yeah, by right? kind of yeah. volunteering <laughs> <Because> for <laughs> drama club.
3: <laughs> but that's the problem, is like they're stretching these teachers thin yeah. Yeah, without sure. giving them very much else to support themselves to also take on such a great task. And I remember our drama teacher, I mean, she was dealing with a lot of other things, but she, I think it was because she had, we had a really, I got really lucky, we had an amazing group of people cool. in the drama program, so yeah. it exceeded mm-hmm. what it's ever been before. That's awesome, man. Which was it was cool. amazing, yeah. and uh, and because of that, it was really exciting, and people, I remember we actually, the, f- the show we won for finals, we performed in front of the whole school, oh, because really? we were doing so good, and oh, finally, it gave cool. people like an opportunity to see what we are capable of, yeah. and I remember people mm-hmm. being like, oh, that was so funny, oh my god, I didn't realize. Yeah. And it's like, yeah because nobody's prioritizing right yeah. and then you know? guys
0: were the cool kids for like a yeah, week
3: yeah for you know a week we were cool <laughs> yeah it was like a football game <laughs> yeah.
0: taking up school. all the cool lunch table space, yeah, right? you know?
3: yeah 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 We'll be at lunch today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like not in the
0: library be. like usual. We'll yeah, be we're relocated. not
3: going gonna to show up to yeah. the lunchroom yeah, exactly. today. <laughs> Losers.
0: <laughs> All right, so I guess yeah. we can ask uh, one more question and yeah. then move on to the quick fire questions, oh. which are really fun. I think oh you'll God. like those. Um, <laughs> my uh, last question is, what kind of inspiration do you get from reading uh, Murakami?
3: Ah, oh, Murakami is one of my favorite artists I love magical realism um, which I think because like even in paintings I love you know Dali um, I don't know if Degas magical realism or not I don't think he is but I do really enjoy him (laughs) but uh, with Murakami he's definitely a magical realist writer and I think it just allows me to think beyond my everyday reality Mm -hmm. just to think like there are all these different elements that you can think about and it's always just Cool. impressive how <laughs> creative he is and how he's able to create all these worlds and create yeah. meaning and understanding with them and use them as metaphors or, totally. or just just to be like there's more than what we think about and it allows you to it's almost like classical music it allows you to kind of think mm-hmm. beyond your like everyday focus that's and awesome. I just yeah. think that's really nice and it allows yeah. you to think more creatively and really step away from your, your reality
0: just like a random fact, I read that he started writing at 29.
3: Oh, <laughs> he is like the most brilliant man in the that world. That's insane. Yeah. He didn't start writing at until, I I didn't know if it was 29, but yeah. it was later in life. Yeah, and yeah, that's so crazy. He, uh he, st- I forget why, he started because I think he got hit by a baseball oh, at a geez. game and was like, if I'm, how, like, why me? How yeah. do, like, out of all the people in the stadium, why did it hit me? <laughs> right. I remember it was like some kind of crazy, yeah. Yeah, like, that was odd mm-hmm. and like him putting like just I think that circumstance of luck or like being that one person that kind of like <laughs> yeah, just like almost uh, trembles on this line of like <sighs> I don't know not different realities I think that's what he explores but that idea yeah. of like why why me why now what's happening what is this world what does it mean uh, yeah. is there meaning is it all meaningless um, it's really interesting and he just is such an incredible writer so for him to start that late it's mind-boggling that's insane insane yeah. and he's like a great writer um writer, obviously great runner uh-huh. and oh, really? yeah okay. and he's cool. really into classical music and if you can tell he's interested in food just he because he writes always in every single one of his stories he has classical music coming up in some degree cool. uh, to some degree and he has them always cooking meals and <laughs> he's also <laughs> obsessed with like working out to some degree. So there will always yeah. be a character that's very fit, cool. Who a, another character who cooks and is very careful about their cooking and someone that
0: yeah. Who likes uh, classical... Or yeah, and maybe like influence. one character will be yeah. all
3: three or not, but... That's awesome. Yeah, he's definitely a brilliant man and I admire him so much.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what strong female character would you like to play or portray at some point out of all the characters that you know?
1: Oh, man.
0: Elaine Bennett.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, pretty much like Veep, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is one of them that I would really love to to do. Um, so hard.
0: Can you do the little kick dance that Elaine does in Science? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the greatest dance ever.
3: Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my, oh gosh. my God. I love that. Um, <laughs> oh, it's hard. I feel like I'm... Uh, obviously, yeah, Julie Louis-Dreyfus. And then it's a toss-up between someone like Daenerys in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. although I'd like a little bit more going on. I feel like sometimes a little too one one note. Mm-hmm. But um, she's a, you know, I love that character. Yeah, and awesome. uh, and also Natalie Dormer's character. I yeah, really I enjoy yeah. her. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. So that's right now. But I know cool. that I'm going to think about this later and be like, oh, why didn't I think of this person?
2: <laughs> Those are all
4: <laughs>
0: great.
1: Just <laughs> <charts played laughs> on Facebook. we will know. Yeah, Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you totally do that.
3: <laughs> yeah, well.
1: I'm ready for quick fire. All right, cool.
0: So <laughs> at this point, we're going to do like ask you random questions about anything. And just the first thing that comes to your mind is blurt it out. Okay, yeah. so just one word.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, yeah. or an answer. Yeah, Phrase. yeah okay. you can do yeah.
0: whatever you want to. <laughs> um, favorite holiday.
3: Thanksgiving. Marvel or DC. What was it?
4: Marvel or DC?
3: Oh, Marvel. What superpower would you choose? Flying.
0: <laughs> favorite <laughs> curse word.
3: Fuck. <laughs> uh,
4: favorite country? You have? nah oh, I don't know. We've answered that one, haven't we? Mm. Favorite book.
3: Um. Uh. The Wind Up Bird Chronicle. Oh no! I take that back. <laughs> uh. Lo- um. Uh. That. Th- A Hundred Years
1: of Solitude. <laughs> Cool. What would your dream vacation destination be? Japan, right now.
0: Favorite flavor of ice cream? If you like ice cream,
3: <gasps> I love ice cream. <laughs> okay. um, usually, uh, right now this matcha sesame swirl Whoa. at Momonaki. That sounds Momonaki. Good. Yeah, <laughs> All right. it was amazing. You can try it.
4: <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite fast food? Um.
3: Uh. Immediately, a Big Mac came into mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cool. Uh, Do you have a favorite Disney villain? Um, uh, Little Mermaid. um, Ursula?
3: Ursula.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Your most annoying habit.
3: Oh, I pick my cuticles. (laughs) It's horrid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, If animals
4: could talk, who would be the rudest?
3: Um Oh, it's funny a cartoon character came to mind, but I need to think of an actual um, no, go for it, no, animal it I was just thinking of uh, but they do talk the Lion yeah. King. Um,
0: oh hyenas
3: yeah okay, yeah yeah that's <laughs> really <laughs> funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, if you had to choose one for life, which would you choose sushi or tacos? Oh tacos.
0: Nice. Um, <laughs> all right, this is a kind of a long one, but good one. If you can choose any song as your theme song. Like when you walk oh. into a room and it just starts playing, which song would you pick?
3: Um, you know, what song I, that always pops into my head? That's absolutely ridiculous. And this is probably not what I want for <laughs> my theme song, <laughs> but it. The, ooh, baby, baby. Oh, nice. That's all ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sing that constantly. So I <laughs> just feel like <laughs> because <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: Exactly. Yeah. I feel like because I always
3: <laughs> sing it should yeah. be my my theme. Oh It's oh <laughs> in my head constantly. I have so no good. idea. That's awesome.
4: I wish we could somehow play that as the intro of <laughs> yeah, yeah, this right. episode <laughs> Dude, really I can. Cool. Exactly. I'll totally <laughs> try to. Let's try. It. Let's sneak, do it it sneak it in. there. Sneak it in. So, uh, that's about uh, it. Nice. That's a good one. Thank
3: you. Thank
4: you. Funniest thing to fill a piñata with.
3: Oh man. Um I was thinking condoms
1: at first, which feels <laughs> like that No, that's good. But I feel hey. like nobody would expect that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> all right, we can do one more, right, more. Um,
1: yeah, what's the best Wi-Fi name you've ever seen? Oh. Um. <laughs>
3: uh, God, I, uh, I feel like there have been so many that I've seen that I've, I laugh at, but I'm not even thinking of any <laughs> of them right now. <laughs> But one that comes to mind that it's just there is honky tonk badonk. badonk or yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. All right, what's the most imaginative insult you can come up with right now?
3: Imaginative insult? Oh my god. Um I'm so bad at insults.
0: Just think <laughs> of someone that's gotten on your nerves like just in the last
1: channel year. Channel that. Yeah. going you say just woman. insult one of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh
3: my god. <laughs> I can't, I, this is so not fast anymore. This is, this is, <laughs> okay. I can't even think of an
0: insult. Okay. Do you want an easier um, one then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite cartoon of a kid? Arthur. Okay. That was
3: like the one I watched all That's the time. That's a good one.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, Jamie's going to ask you our very final question. We ask Soul every Soul searching.
4: <gasps> most important question
0: ever. This one is the most important question and you can think about this here one. today. Yeah. <laughs> it's afraid. It's crazy. <laughs> This is gonna change. it's gonna change our lives completely. Like we're keeping score on those. We (laughs) are. When we have been for like four years, I think. Wow. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. Wish me luck. All right. So (laughs) you'll be fine. (laughs) Can unicorns fly? Why or why not?
3: I say absolutely. I just feel like there's no. if, If unicorns, I feel like are so magical. Right. That they're, they're, Can I get a fist are no bump on that? Thank you. This, this <laughs> interview right. done. Thank you, not you so much. Not it makes so do. much sense. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they're so magical. In a so. way,
0: we're all unicorns, guys, and that's why I push for that answer. <laughs> yes. All
3: right. Okay. I, okay. <laughs> I Feel like I passed at least for one person. You
0: did great. <laughs> Hold yeah, on. No, Ryan, too. Ryan is another person on the podcast, one of our friends yeah, who's yeah. not here, but he is here. And Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, shout out, Ryan. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, you want to open up your mystery comic and tell people what it is so you can get your cool reaction?
1: Yeah, because it's not actually Black Panther. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not Black Panther. That's just the back of it. And we have
3: no
0: clue what it is if we put yeah. like 200 in envelopes and mixed them around. Oh yeah, my I don't God,
3: know that's what that so is. I hope you like
0: it, though. Oh, there's a bunch of cards and stuff. Oh, I, I
3: love afraid. it. Okay, great cards. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's our logo.
3: <laughs> the amazing Spider-Man. Oh, that's a great one. That is a great Spidy, one. like,
0: my favorite since I was, like, six oh, years no, old. no, so. that's
3: amazing. It's, it is amazing. I was going to say, this is probably one of the ones that I know the most. Okay. I'm know, glad I mean. you got that, then. Me, too. Sexy. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I
0: awesome.
2: love it. That's I
0: such know, a cool I cover to frame, <laughs> too.
3: Oh, it is. I there's, I have so many New Yorkers I want to frame, too. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so cool. This, maybe I'll frame it.
0: So where can people find you and you know get in contact if they want to? That's okay, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nope, nobody. <laughs> I don't want to like you know <laughs> volunteer <laughs> for human contact. You don't <laughs> want it.
3: <to> no, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'd say my my website has all my contact information. Um, it is katerinaeichenberger.com. dot com. K a t e r i n a e i c h e n b e r g e r dot com uh this is probably the best way to access me okay
0: website awesome
3: yeah sweet sweet
0: okay cool well yeah we're done thank you for (gasps) an awesome interview you're amazing such a pleasure talking to you thank you thank you come back anytime like seriously like we'd love to have you back okay if you want to talk about random shit just come back and talk about (laughs) 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 about random stuff i
3: love it no you guys this was so fun i i was shocked that there's anything I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be interesting no. enough for this. No, you're
2: amazing. Yeah, yeah. You have a lot of
0: cool things to say.
3: Yeah.
2: Thank you. All right,
0: cool. So. All right, guys. Well, thank Bye. you for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next time.